Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Scale Without Social podcast. I'm Heather, and I'm so excited to continue the series that I have been sharing on the five steps that you can take if you're looking to take your business off social media and shift into other platforms of communication and marketing. And today is the third part in the series. I've had several episodes leading up to it, but this is all about how to direct your existing audience on social media to another better, simpler platform to where they can find you. So if you are looking to step away or take a break like I did, which you can go back and listen to episode 26 if you want to hear my story of how I decided to take a temporary break and then a more permanent break from social media but still run my business, you can hear my journey and how I decided to direct my customers over to my phone number and lean a little bit more heavily on text marketing to build my business. And today's episode is going to be an awesome one because you are going to hear from the expert on text marketing, the founder and CEO of Project Broadcast, which is honestly my very favorite texting app for any entrepreneur. It really is an affordable, simple option that will help you dive into the world of text marketing, which in my opinion is the best way to organize and build your list to communicate with your both your existing customers and your potential customers. So I'm so excited to dive into the first part of this two-part interview series with Jake, and you'll get to hear his story and how he built his business primarily without social media <laughs> and how the business actually came from an idea from his wife who also built a massive business without social media and was looking for a solution to communicate with her customers and build her business using text marketing. So the next two episodes will really help you if this is something that you are looking to integrate into your business model. And I can't wait to dive in. Here we go. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Scale Without Social podcast. Are you looking to build a long-term passive income stream without having to become an online influencer? Are you searching for ways to stay focused and spend your time wisely? I'm Heather, an entrepreneur for nearly half my life. My passion is helping entrepreneurs create simple systems and use time-tested strategies to take their business to the next level. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you break down those big goals and grow your business debt-free without having to sell your soul to social. In each episode, you'll have clear action steps and homework to hold you accountable to taking that next step towards your dreams. Are you ready to dream big, gain clarity, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook and let's dive in. Hi guys. Oh my goodness. Y'all are in for a serious treat today because you are meeting kind of a big deal. Jake Dempsey is here with me and he calls himself the chief nerd. He, oh, he literally has a sign. I'm kind of a big deal, but he is the co-founder and CEO of Project Broadcast, which is an incredible texting and marketing. I mean, it's so much more than that, but it's a direct marketing platform that has absolutely transformed the businesses of a lot of the people on my team and my company. And it's one of those things that I've worked with with other platforms and I've never seen one that's more affordable that really just tackles exactly what an entrepreneur is looking for, especially if you're trying to take your business off Facebook. So we're going to get to know Jake and his story. And Jake, it's such an honor to have you on here to talk about this today. 
Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I love doing these. It's always fun to talk about Project Broadcast and business. And, you know, I could do this all day if I was allowed to, but, you know, we'll have a good time. This will be fun. <laughs> That's pretty much why I started the podcast because I'm the same talk about this stuff <laughs> and, and, you know, share interesting stories and especially what's effective in building businesses. And the product that you offer, honestly, is one of the most effective tools that I'm seeing in terms of building businesses. So I obviously want to get more into that, but First, let's hear kind of the backstory. You call yourself a serial entrepreneur. So you've got mm -hmm. a history in, in, you know, being a business owner long before even social media was a thing. But then I love the story. I can't wait, especially for the ladies out there to hear how you came up with the idea for Project Broadcast. So give us the backstory. Well, yes, I would say I'm certainly a serial entrepreneur. I've, I've started either my own businesses or been employee number one in a few companies to help other people grow their business for almost two decades now. Brian, our co-founder, or the Project Broadcast CTO and, and my co-founder, Brian, he and I have actually worked together at every job for the last 20 years. What? Yeah, we started working together in the very early 2000s at a software company and have literally every job change, worked at the exact same company, left together started our consulting firm that was called Starter Step about 12 years ago. I think it was 2010 we started Starter Step. And our and our main goal was doing boutique software development. So we would do software development for big brands like Ralph Lauren. And we did work for Major League Baseball and the NFL. And we did all the mobile development for a restaurant chain, Jason's Deli. We still do a lot of development for, for some of those uh, customers. And along the way, you know, our, our real dream was to always launch our own products, right? We wanted to take the income that we were producing off of our consulting business and think of things that we could build that we can own. And this is, you know, obviously not pre-social media, but I would say very early social media. And our very first product, I don't even know if I've ever shared this actually, our very first product that we built and put into market that we charged for was a competitive dance scoring system. What? So Brian, most people don't know this about Brian. Brian used to DJ at competitive dance events, swing dance and uh, East Coast, West Coast swing dance events. So Brian used to DJ at these and sometimes compete. And I would go watch because we've been friends for, you know, again, 20 plus years. And I would see, and Brian would see the judges walk around on the dance floor with actual paper and they're scoring everyone on the dance floor and then at the end of the dance all the judges literally take all this paper and they go into a locked room for hours to take to take that paper and calculate who wins the dance events and brian and i were like this is stupid this is crazy <laughs> so we we literally built an entire system where uh you put all the you know people for each dance that are uh, competing and then the judges are all with iPads. iPads were a thing then. They got on the dance floor and they were able to do their judging directly on the iPad. And before they stepped off the dance floor, we had all the winners calculated using the scoring, you know, there's certain scoring algorithms for ballroom dancing that you have to implement. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, we that was our, our first ever product that we built and launched. I have to show you something so funny. So this is my little, I love ballroom dancing. I was yeah. Oh, wait, I thought this was my swing. Maybe it is. Anyway, I won a swing dancing competition. <laughs> okay. so, anyway, so I can totally appreciate that and and the nerdy side of it, but also just figuring out a way to to find a 
problem in a very specific industry that, you know, you could build a product for. So that's so cool. Well, that's always been our approach, right? Our our approach is literally, I actually am, as a person, like not necessarily in business, but just as a person, I love solving problems. Like it's, you know, when someone says something can't be done or I'm a huge car nerd. So when someone says their car can't be fixed or is broken, I love figuring out how to make stuff work. I just do. And I take the same kind of approach to business. I look for areas that are problematic, that can be optimized, that you can use software to enhance. And, you know, like the dancing competition thing we built was called iDance Mobile, actually. When we built iDance Mobile way back when, it was because we saw this, you know, super inefficient thing that we thought we could make a lot better. And it was a great, it was a cool product. I mean, we ended up shelving it because it was pretty technical. There's a lot, it was a lot of setup and Brian and I were like, oh man, it's too much setup for us to attend every dance event we want to do this at. So we ended up shelving it and, but we learned a lot from it and actually we didn't make, we, we made money with it, but yeah, it was my first, I would say, you know, full on product on our own that we put in the market and had people pay for, which is, you know, it was fun. It was a great experience. And we've t- done a bunch since obviously, yeah. um, but that was our first that we did together and we've been. 20 plus years together building stuff, which is pretty cool. That is awesome. So how did you guys come up with the idea for Project Broadcast? And I know it, it was a product that was meant to mm-hmm. solve a problem. So I love this story so much, but I'll let you tell it. <laughs> well, it's it's so it's not that indifferent from the dance thing, except it wasn't really me and Brian. <laughs> so my wife, my wife is in network marketing and Brian's wife is in direct sales, two totally different companies. And in 2016, they were both looking for a text platform, right? We didn't, we didn't invent a text marketing, but Brian and I, you know, looking at what options were in the market, saw two huge things. One, they were really expensive. And when you look at tools in your business, certainly, certainly in direct sales and network marketing, it's so critical to be cost conscious because if it works for you, you need to be able to duplicate that into your organization. So when we looked at the pricing, forget how good they are, but when we looked at the pricing, it just wasn't going to work. They weren't going to be able to use it. And if they were successful, duplicate it. And then we looked at the products and, you know, the one thing you'll know about me is I'm highly opinionated. And <laughs> like I always tell people, you know, I'm not saying that I'm always right, but I am right. They were, gar- they were garbage they, for, for the needs of my wife and Brian's wife, who both, again, totally different companies but both needing a platform, they were, in our opinion, garbage. So we had already done work in the network marketing direct sales space. We had actually built an entire mobile platform that people use to manage their business that we ultimately ended up selling. But, you know, we had great, well, I mean, a decade or more of field experience with our wives and we thought we could do better. So we put our heads down for a year. I mean, it took us a year working nonstop 2016 and we launched in October of 2017 and the rest is history. I mean, we, I think here's a testament, I think to how powerful project broadcast was, even when we first launched it, I think it only took us two weeks to get like 3000 paying customers in the first two weeks of launching it. And it was because it was a real need. People were really hungry for a platform that worked for them, that was built for them, and that was affordable. And that's what we went after. 
That's awesome. And that's been my experience on my team and myself. I've actually had several or tried several different platforms for text marketing and communication mm-hmm. even long before I was in network marketing before, as I mentioned to you, I was a boutique owner. And so text, mar- text marketing is something that I've known was a tremendous value. But what I have seen from my team is they even have gone so far as to switch their numbers and switch to project broadcast because they say it is cheaper, easier, and more importantly, focused on the needs of their business, which I love for anybody that is in network marketing. It's, I mean, this is a no brainer because it is tailored towards that, but you have different you know, products and platforms within project broadcast that serve mm-hmm. other industries as well, right? Yeah, Project, we've been super blessed, right? So Project Broadcast supports a pretty broad audience. We have restaurants and schools and churches and massive nonprofits and large enterprise companies that use Project Broadcast for messaging. But if someone were to say, where's your heart, though, our heart is really in serving the small entrepreneur. Mm. And in fact, our company's, you know, internal, you know, motto is that we're here to scale and accelerate the success of the small entrepreneur. Now, a lot of people fit in that category, certainly people in direct sales and network marketing. And because my wife and Brian's wife are really the genesis for even the concept, and that's who we love serving, we, we do spend a lot of time serving that market because we just have a huge heart for it. And we want them to have, you know, high scale, real enterprise level grade software because it's kind of an uns- unserved or underserved market, I would say. They don't, as a as a professional, and I really view what these guys do as, as professionals, it's a, it's a bona fide profession. They don't get the love that they should get from software vendors, in my opinion, that they should. And, you know, we're here to change that. Man, that's amazing. Well, for those entrepreneurs listening that haven't yet gotten into text message marketing, which mm-hmm. is, you know, crazy, because I definitely think it's something that everybody should do. Can you talk about why it's so important, especially in terms of an alternative to the typical messaging on social media? So why is social, why is text message marketing important? Well, the the number one reason, in my opinion, is it's direct, right? So I, I feel like, or at least maybe this is my hope, I really hope people are are starting to understand that I don't care what social network it is, pick it, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, it doesn't matter which social network you pick. You are not their customer. You are their product. You're what they're selling companies to advertise to. So when you think about your engagement on social media, it's their job to put things in front of you that helps them serve you more ads. That's their job, right? So if that's their job, who are they really going to serve? The advertiser or the person on the platform? And ultimately, they're serving the person who's paying the money, which is the person that's serving them at. So I think because of that, you you don't own the conversation. You don't truly own the relationship. And when you're using something like text marketing, you own the relationship. They're your contact in your phone that you can communicate with or call. And I think that's really powerful. It's It, it extracts, I, I call it extracting influence. It extracts influence away from platforms that have ownership of your information in your relationships into something where you own the relationship. And I, I you know, can't, can't emphasize enough how powerful that is for your business. Totally. And, you know, unfortunately, we're held captive to these little black boxes that are our phone. And yep. I don't know that that's going anywhere. And you have to obviously set boundaries. 
And that's what I love about text messaging also is, first of all, you're you're talking directly to where your mm-hmm. customers are, you're communicating. And I think I even read something on your blog that says that people actually are desiring that. They want to be able to text Yes. Messages. Well, what's funny is the, the, the kind of visual I always tell people and this isn't a, this is not a project broadcast thing, by the way. If you open your phone, you have tons of messaging apps. You've got your voicemail, your email, your text messaging app, Instagram, WhatsApp, TikTok, Clubhouse, Telegram, Signal. There's, there's a ton of them, right? Well, all of those have a badge. And the badge represents the number of unread messages in any of those platforms, right? And if you look at your phone, again, this isn't a project broadcast thing. If you look at your phone, and look at like the badge on your email or your voicemail or even your social media chat app, like if you're using Messenger, typically your texting application has the lowest badge if it has a badge at all. And all that tells you is that in our daily walk as people, like as normal humans walking on the planet, we actually read our text messages more than we read and interact with any other form of media that we have. So if that's the case, if, if, the, if the case is that as a normal human, you are using your text message and responding to it and reading them more than you are any other platform, then so are your customers. So are your team members. It makes it a powerful channel because it's super low friction. It's a very low friction channel. I love that. And I've definitely seen that. (laughs) See that for me in my business. It converts better for sure than even something like email, which I also believe in. And I think that they can integrate and work together, but maybe talk about the that as well, the the difference between text marketing versus email marketing and how they can work. The big thing, but the, the, there's two things I think to understand about email versus text. One is the read rate. So an email, and you can Google this, but usually you'll find that the open rate for email is around 20%, meaning people open your email. And the read rate's about 15%. Mm-hmm. So some people open your email and still don't read it. That's why the number is a little bit different. When you look at texting data, and this isn't Project Broadcast data, you can Google this. This is what the carriers provide, you know, APT, Sprint, Verizon, T-Mobile. Texting has a read rate of about 98%. Mm. And 96% of all text messages are read in the first two minutes of delivery. So you do basic math. You send 100 emails, 15 get read. You send 100 text messages, 98 get read, but 96 of them were read within the first two minutes. That's insanely powerful. And I think, here's, here's my belief. And again, super opinionated. My belief is because texting is incredibly low friction. And what I mean by that is when I get an email, one, the only way I know I got an email is the little badge on my phone goes from 10 to 11, right? I don't get like a push notification. It's just a little, the badge goes up. Secondly, I know when I get an email, it's going to take me longer to read it. And when I respond, I have to use proper grammar and punctuation. And, you know, it's a, it's a different form of communication. When I get a text message, it's perfectly acceptable for me to read it and respond back with a thumbs up or a heart or an LOL. You know, I've been using email for uh, 35 years-ish, 30, 35 years. I don't think I've ever responded to an email with a heart emoji, right? (laughs) It's never happened. In 30 plus years, I've never responded to an email with a heart emoji. But texting, that's perfectly acceptable. And I think that lower level of friction is what makes texting a very like powerful form of communication because you can get engagement with very little work from the other party. And what you really care about is engagement. Have, yeah. you, have you responded to an email with a heart emoji before? No, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that because no, you're exactly right. And and I had not thought about that friction and the time it takes even oh. 
subconsciously, you're exactly right that email, I'm horrible at checking my emails. And when I do, it's like I have to really take some time to do it. And then I still keep it bold and all, which I didn't know, by the way, that that was called the badge, the little notification number. That's yeah, the badge. Today, the badge. But you're exactly right. A text message, you get that notification. It is something that you typically, like you said, you handle right away. And mm-hmm. the reason is because it doesn't feel like it takes a lot of time to handle whatever it is. Or, or I think something. that's because because we know, right? We know that when we get a text message, it's not going to be a you know a ten minute read. Where when you get an email, even before I've opened it. I know that it could take 10 minutes to read that one email. Mm -hmm. And with texting, I don't have that, right? I know that, well, actually, I mean, even now, right? You can, like my phone at least, when I get a text message, I can literally not touch the phone. Just hold the phone, it unlocks, and I see the notification and can sometimes read the entire text message and I've never even touched the phone. Mm -hmm. Again, you can't do that with email. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Man, that's good. So now that we've kind of talked about the why people should be using text marketing and obviously, I mean, Project Broadcast, I can't say enough good things. But one of the things I did want to ask you about before we kind of get into the how or some of the specific nitty gritty for the, I'm, a, I'm kind of a nerd. I love tech nerd stuff. But for those who either are nerdy and want to know exactly how it works, yeah. or also the people who are not nerds and don't understand and need it broken down like in a very simple way. Before we get into that, I would love, because you have such a background, both as a, an entrepreneur yourself, but also in the industry and supporting your, your wife, and you know, you've even spoken on stages for, for network marketing companies, and you've done a lot of consulting and training within the industry. So for those that are looking to build their business without social media, which is mm-hmm. the, this podcast, do you have mm-hmm. specific advice for, for that those who might be in that boat? Yes, I would say the... <laughs> I'm pleased that, you know, I'm not trying to d- demean anyone or anything, but the simplest thing is go talk to people, like, <laughs> you know, like hug a few necks. You know what I mean? Like, Amen. if you want to grow your business off social media, you have to actually, you know, get amongst them. You got to get with people. And you, you hear this a lot. People, a lot of times will use social media as, as someone of a crutch that, well, I don't have a lot of people to connect with. I don't believe that because... You know, I'm, I I have this vision in my head of like the the person in network marketing direct sales, and it, it actually helps keep me motivated. I'm constantly thinking about like a mom with some kids who's literally looking to make a couple hundred bucks a month so that they can put their kids into sports or maybe pay for a small family vacation that they haven't been able to take. I'm not thinking of the giant ultra triple diamond unicorn leader. That's not who I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the person who's trying to do this as a side hustle and grow a business to get to that point. And what does a product need to do to get to that point? And, you know, how do I need to behave in order to help someone get to that point? But we're talking about that person. Yes. There's a ton of ways to get engaged with your community. Like, where do you go to church? If you have kiddos, are you in a mops group? Are you part of the PTA? Like, this is where you go out and actually interact with people. I think social media has really damaged that part of like our, not our, even our business, but our lives. We think that when we like a comment or, or, or heart something on social media that we've now interacted with that person. And yeah, I, I don't know that I would call that interaction. So, you know, be brave and go hug a neck. Like, you, if you live in a community, when was the last time you just literally 
walked over to your neighbor's house and knocked on the door and said hello and maybe taken them a small gift, like a baked good or something, just to say hello. Like, and people say, well, that doesn't scale. And I, again, I call that, that's crap because yep. you guys know that sometimes you meet people who want to be a part of your business, but other times you meet people who connect you to others that want to be part of your business. So the goal is go out and get engaged with people. That's my belief. And if you're already on social media, this is the challenge, right? Well, I'm already on social media. This is where I'm interacting with everyone. Well, great. Like figure out how to start pulling some of those relationships and enriching them off of social media. Cause it's not maybe a single, you know, big cutoff that you just say I'm done. And then you, you know, are trying to figure out how to work without social media. But I really think you can work to blend, you know, the two. And certainly if you have people that are local to you that you're interacting with on social media, I mean, I'm a coffee drinker. So when's the last time you had coffee with someone? Like, I mean, just went and had a cup of coffee. Yep. Or even at their house. You don't have to go buy Starbucks, go, go to their house, have a cup of coffee. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I just had margarita and Mexican with a new friend. My daughters are switching schools and mm-hmm. travel agent who wants to try my makeup. And it's like, what a better, yep. what a perfect way for us to connect on a deeper level than to just go out and share a meal and be a human and hug, like you said, and get to know. I know. Like, I know it sounds silly, but it's like, hug a neck, you know? Like, yeah. And who knows, you know, someone that those connections that you make, they can absolutely transform your business. And I agree wholeheartedly that you can scale a business based off of one relationship. Look at even Brian, look at you and your, your, your co-founders relationship. You guys have been working together, building businesses for 20 years. And it all started probably with just that, you know, a real human interaction, not by well, even there on social media. Which P.S. If somebody wants to learn more about that, because I'm going to break this interview into a couple of different spots, where can mm-hmm. they go to find out more or just learn more about Project Broadcast and if it could be right for them? You can just go to www.projectbroadcast.com. They'll learn about it right there. Okay, awesome. That's amazing. Okay, cliffhanger alert. We are going to take a pause on this interview until next week, just because your time, as always, is super valuable, and I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode today. And in next week's episode, you're going to hear much more from Jake, including a little bit more about how he and his partner have built the business of Project Broadcast pretty much without social media by using word of mouth. But then also, if you are looking for some really good specific technical advice on how you can leverage an app like Project Broadcast to communicate with your customers as an alternative to social media, That's essentially what we're going to be shifting into next week. So can't wait to see you guys next week on that. Also, if you are ready to dive in and find the perfect platform for your texting marketing, I highly recommend Project Broadcast. And I've got a link right in my show notes. You can, on your phone, kind of swipe up. There's three little dots if you're listening on Apple Podcasts where you can see the show notes. And there will be a link right there where you can learn not only about Project Broadcast, but you can also click on some of the other business tools and resources that I recommend as well. So I'm excited to see what you guys think. As always, head on over to the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs community on Telegram. You can search it up or you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912. And you'll get a direct link to that group and we can stay in touch. So thank you guys so much for listening again today and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening today. 
If you found value from this episode, it would mean the world for you to leave me a review or even better, click those three little dots on the bottom of your screen to share with a friend. Sending you hugs and gratitude. Have a great week.